collection eclectors, because that's what I keep calling you. Because you should be an eclector. If you're not, then you definitely need to sign up to listen to the Eclectic Collection podcast all the time. Today's episode 91, Alternative Circadian. So what does that mean? We're going to talk about sleep, because I like sleep, and I'm a fan of sleep. We're friends. We've been friends for a really long time. And uh, I've never been in a fight with sleep. Once in a while, I've abandoned sleep and he gets sad when I'm not there. But um, sleep is a good thing. So this is just me because I live such a crazy lifestyle. And, you know, that's my choice, whatever, not my, not anybody's problem. But I, I have always, always been sleep deprived <laughs> because I hate getting up early. And there's this bizarre myth theory i mean it's supposed that you know everybody follows the circadian rhythm right and i think the circadian rhythm is bunk um you know you're naturally supposed to wake up at such and such a time when it's light out and go to bed when it's dark out okay what if you live in alaska let's just start there but anyway i never really bought into that because i think it comes down to what kind of person you are and people say oh you know you're a night owl or you're a morning person i'm definitely on the night owl end of things i just think that for me creativity, any kind of writing that I have to do, any kind of ideas that I get. Not that I never get them in the daytime and not that I don't follow through on them in the daytime, but far fewer times and far less than at night. And that's just me and that's how I'm wired. Now, my dad, he was always a morning guy. He just was. So if you're a morning person, hey, you know, God bless you. I can't do it. That's like disgusting to me. My dad and I functioned on a relationship where I was coming in to go to bed when he was leaving for work. And that was just how it was. And I was like this from when I was a wee tot. I can remember going to protest about nursery school at the age of four because it was entirely too early. And I like to point out that mine was from nine to 11. I also am still angry that they made me go to that place, but we won't talk about that. Anyway, um, that's another story for another time. I absolutely detest, abhor, despise, can't stand, hate getting up in the morning. Now, let me say that again. I hate getting up in the morning. I hate getting up, period. I think that you should be able to wake up on your own terms. Unfortunately, that's not life and jobs are involved. So uh, being in the education realm, <laughs> yeah, what did I do? I decided not to grow up. But the trade-off of that Peter Pan syndrome was that I... Uh, unfortunately have to be awake earlier than most normal people. Normal people go to work from nine to five. Now I would say at this day and age, <laughs> Zoom, work from home, whatever. And let me tell you, that was a glorious time. I'm not going to lie. It was horrible for earth, but it was a glorious time because we were able to Zoom and I could nap and it was great. And for a little while, they didn't know what was going on and we could just check in on email. And you know when I was checking my emails? Four o'clock in the morning when I was happiest. And then I would go to bed. It was great. Um, I have never been conventional about anything, but definitely not about sleep. I love sleep. I sleep often. I try to sleep too much on purpose because I'm like a camel. I have to store it up in the summers because during the uh, school year, you know, I'm constantly sleep deprived. Typically, you're supposed to be in like 7.30, 7.45, depends on your school, whatever. And you're pretty much stuck until 3, 3.30 before you can leave and, you know, go about your life, whatever. And then, of course, you got a million other responsibilities. So just assuming it's a plain old leave kind of a day, which it rarely is between, you know, grading and after school stuff and whatever, it is virtually impossible 
to have the time to take a nap. And I'm a bit of a napper. I'm not going to lie. I, I have napped, but I'm not good at it. I want to sleep. And then once I'm up, you know, I can go back to bed, but there's a difference between going back to bed and napping. Napping is like six hours later, you actively try to go to sleep. And then, you know, my mind's racing and I'm crazy, usually because by the time I'm napping, it's like my turf. See, if I had to put a natural rhythm to me, I like to go to bed around 4.30 a.m. That's when I want to go to sleep. I have no use for morning, and I'm, yes, part vampire. Birdies chirping means, oh, that's my reverse alarm clock. Time to get in bed. And then I like to sleep till like 12, 1 o'clock. And if you think about it, I'm still sleeping eight hours. I'm just sleeping a different eight hours than other people are. And I like it. And I think everyone should embrace it. Now, if that's not your jam, oh well, no problem. But I just think it's crazy to assume, especially now, I just think that the earth should be 24-7 and everything should be open all the time and that's that. You'd have so many more jobs and everything would be great. But I'm not a, uh, they closed at 5 o'clock. There's, that's tough sometimes for me to get to a place by 5, especially if I'm coming out of school. If I don't leave till 3.30 because that was when I could go and I've got to get someplace important and it's far away, that could take me weeks to get to that spot. So um, yeah, most things are open later, but for me, that's that's tough. Afterwards, I'm going, grading papers, going home, doing whatever I got to do in life. And you, there's no time to nap. And then that's kind of when I kick into high gear. So then I get my momentum and don't want to go to bed. So I guess if you're responsible and go to bed at like, I don't know, 10 or 11 to try and get eight hours, that's just funny. That's like an afterthought suggestion. I rarely can even pretend to try and go to bed until like one or two in the morning. Now, I do try, but trying implies failure. So no. Um, they say if you're going to take a nap, a 22-minute nap is the best nap. I don't know who made that up. And it doesn't have to be consecutive minutes. What are you, a cat? You're going to stop at a red light and take a minute nap? Like, hello, unsafe. Um, and you can't catch up on sleep. Now, you might be super tired one day, and then you sleep longer because your intention is to catch up, but you really psychologically cannot catch up on sleep. It's just it's just a phantom thought. Um, for me, I have no problem sleeping. Now, I feel bad for the people who do because I'm usually so exhausted because I'm so sleep deprived that I sleep well and quickly and, you know, die. As soon as I get into bed, I'm like in a coma. However, during the year when I'm running around and, you know, for nine and a half, ten months of the year when I don't get the sleep I want, I try to sleep as much as I can like a camel on the weekend and do the best I can with days off. A lot of people have resorted to like melatonin gummies taking sleeping pills, things like that. I, you know, I, I've never done it. I've never had to. I, and again, if you're desperate, I understand. And if it's something that you can't sleep, um, you know, your mind's always racing. I, I always have thoughts and, and I dream and I dream vividly and I remember them. A lot of people don't. But my mind is always going. But I just, it's like system shut down and that's it. And, you know, and I'm done. So I think that if you are trying to do anything uh, you know, auxiliary to sleep, equal whatever, you know, first of all, be careful of it. And especially if it is a medication situation and, you know, don't expect it to, it might work once or twice, but you don't want to develop an addiction or worse yet. You're just so used to it. It's like, it's an immunity. So it doesn't work anymore. Um, they're also trying to give kids melatonin gummies. And again, I don't want to get too into this, but they were saying it's really bad because you're it for, especially for children, because you're, um, given the amount 
where you're born with the amount of melatonin that you're supposed to have in your body. So when you kind of like OD on the supplemental and people think, oh, you know, it's just a vitamin, it's no big deal. It's just a supplemental, it's no big deal. It's not a drug. I get it, but it can actually mess up and imbalance you pretty badly. So that's not suggested and definitely not for, for kids, especially like infants, like up to like five. Um, and a lot of people are doing this. I, I heard that from my friends who have kids and, um, you know, not a good idea, but, um, it gets rough because I've seen a lot of friends of mine, especially teachers that are like me, and they're like, how do you do it? And I say, I don't know, I, I'm just, I just keep going until I have to. And then, like I said, I just crash when I finally can. But it's not like, yes, I've fallen asleep some nights, but I have a hard time going to bed. Like if I was going to go to bed at 8, 9 o'clock, I couldn't because it's not my time. So I just don't fight that I'm up late. I'm going to stay up late. If I have to wake up early, I do. It's awful. I hate it, but it's just the way it is. And then I try and sleep, you know, on the weekend and catch up. That's just how my mindset is. And by doing so, I've kind of made peace with that's just me. And I don't fight, you know, who I am or how I, how I like to sleep. And I don't care if people judge me for it. That's their problem, not mine. But um, it is definitely my schedule. And I got to, you know, if you're retired or you're not at work, are you up early because you want to be? Or are you up early because you have to be for something else? So I think it really comes down to waking up on your own terms is the best situation. But I have a lot of friends that will, like, try and go home, take a nap. They can't. Or they try and nap. They nap, and then they get up at, like, 9, and then they're like, oh, I didn't do everything I got to do. So then they're awake, freaking out until, like, 1 or 2. And then they drop a sleeping pill to try and go to bed to catch actual sleep so their mind's not racing. But then they, you know, oversleep. They feel sluggish. And then they're zombies in the morning. I mean, I am anyway, naturally. But this is just a horrible cycle. So, um if you don't sleep well, I mean, you can go to a sleep clinic and try stuff, count sheep, et cetera, but I can't say that I promise uh, any good results there. They say Calm, uh, the Calm app. A lot of people do that. I don't know, but I, luckily I never had to do any of that stuff, so I don't purport to be a sleep doctor, and I don't know that they can help you much, but I just think it's interesting that people are like, well, the circadian rhythm, and, you know, everybody's up and down a lot. Yeah, again, see also the people in Alaska or, like, New Zealand or Iceland. You know, those northern lights are going, ah, it's right in your eyes. you got to get blackout shades because you walk outside at 3 in the morning and you see sun. That's got to mess with your head. So North Pole, South Pole, whoever's got all those issues, I just think that's uh, ludicrous to, to follow on light. I get why they did it, but it was more for, like, an old school, like, crops and whatnot. Again, with the way things are 24-7 in our world, and especially now with the Earth being on its ear after everything crazy in the last couple of years, I just feel like there's no more rules and, uh, you know, you can just kind of do your own thing. If you're most productive at three o'clock in the morning, I'm all for school. I always joked that school should be like 11 to four. I would love that. I could deal with that. That would be like, okay, that's a good compromise time. But you can't tell me there are kids that want to learn at three o'clock in the morning or people that would be better served to their company at three o'clock in the morning. So I kind of feel like if everybody just got to do their own schedule, I get it. It's chaos. It's a nightmare. Uh, for scheduling but if everybody kind of did their own thing at their best time and peak time everybody would be at their peak time and not tired and not upset or you know fatigued or whatever it is so something to think about if you liked what you heard today check out eclecticcollectionpodcast.com or follow us on your preferred platform i'm terry tanaglia thanks for listening